One of the fundamental problems with this is if there are irregularities or illegalities in a Democrat-controlled county where you have a Democrat DA, what happens if that DA doesn't prosecute election fraud? I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this is another episode of Fact Check. So the Earth has completed another orbit around the sun and people are celebrating the new year. And we here at Fact Check are celebrating one year of Fact Check episodes thanks to you. The first episode aired on January 1st, 2021, and it all started with a bang as local Democrats tried to cancel the show after the first episode, which asked the question, was there voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election? Well, Bill, as usual, you were not afraid to ask the hard questions and speak your mind, and it got local Democrats pretty riled up. What was their complaint? Well, La Crosse County Democrat Party Chairman William Garcia wrote a letter to Wisdom News and accused me, and I quote, of pretending to cast an electoral vote and attempting to suppress votes. He went on to demand that Wisdom, quote, rename the podcast and stop referring to a political operative as a fact checker. Wisconsin Democrats don't seem to care for you much. Governor Evers filed a lawsuit on April 1st of last year, seeking over $100,000 in attorney's fees from your lawsuit against the governor and the Wisconsin Elections Commission. Then a government union, SEIU, sued you for casting your electoral ballot at the state capitol. Where does all of that stand today? Well, my first thought on April 1st it was, is this an April Fool's joke? But it it wasn't a joke. Both lawsuits are still pending. I suspect that they never thought that they would prevail in court. It seems to me the law is pretty clear on these circumstances. And I, I think these lawsuits were meant to intimidate me. One year later, my thoughts on the election remain the same. Democrats in Wisconsin used the COVID pandemic to mail hundreds of thousands of ballots absentee ballots to areas that strongly supported Democrats. Then they made a huge effort to collect those ballots using text messages and phone calls, and they even harvested ballots going door to door. That all resulted in an increase of over 6,000 Democrat votes just in the city of La Crosse. And those votes led to Dan Kapanke's loss in his race for the state Senate by 589 votes. I've always believed that the administration of the election in Wisconsin was not equal across the state. I believed that this was going to be some kind of equal protection argument because of the fact that voters that lived in rural areas didn't get the same opportunity to vote that voters in urban areas did. There, weren't, there wasn't the massive effort to mail out absentee ballots in rural areas. And uh, there's a group right now, Common Sense Wisconsin, that's calling for laws to ensure that elections are conducted in a uniform manner across our state. And I think that speaks to the fact that the election was not managed in a uniform way across the state of Wisconsin. So... On December 14th, when I cast my ballot in Madison, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that the Wisconsin Elections Commission had improperly instructed clerks as to the indefinitely confined elector status. That's that's the provision in our voter ID law that makes uh, an allowance for people who are truly uh, confined. 
But what we saw was an increase of over 200,000 people that voted this way. And recently, the state's Legislative Audit Bureau completed its report on the election. On page 163, that report states that 44,000 of those indefinitely confined electors, were they voted and they have never provided an ID to vote in Wisconsin. 1,027 of those people voted in La Crosse County. And at the time that we filed our suit, I really thought that this provision and the way that it was abused might be the basis of, of a lawsuit that might overturn the election in Wisconsin. Okay, that's stunning to me. Over a thousand people voted in La Crosse County who have never provided an ID. So we can't verify who these people are. That's a fact, Jen. 1,027 people voted in November of 2020 in La Crosse County, and they have never previously provided identification to vote in in our state or in our county for that matter. Um, We also know that there were 24 people who listed the UPS store uh, as their home mailing address, which uh, the county DA declined to prosecute these people. He said they were homeless and they had a right to vote. But the state law does say you can't list the post office box for your registration. You know, it goes to one of the fundamental problems with this is if there are irregularities or illegalities in a Democrat-controlled county where you have a Democrat DA, what happens if that DA doesn't prosecute election fraud? That I believe that's the basis of one of the laws that the state legislature passed, which would allow for these cases to be pursued in uh, adjoining counties. So if D.A. Grenke doesn't want to prosecute, maybe uh, D.A. Croninger in Monroe County would prosecute. I think the likelihood of that is 100% if we elect a Republican governor, because uh, there have been numerous election reform bills that the legislature has passed, and Governor Tony Evers has vetoed every one of those. So who does anything about the fact that these are questionable votes? We talked earlier about the Wisconsin Elections Commission being sued by the Republican Party of Wisconsin in the state Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled that WEC had improperly instructed clerks as it pertained to indefinitely confined elector status. The only problem is there was no remedy. So they've said that the that the way that these people were registered to vote was illegal, but it looks like it's going to fall to the Republican Party of Wisconsin to actually enforce that. One of the things that we've done this year in the La Crosse County Republican Party that's unprecedented is we've taken advantage of the state law that allows us to appoint Republican paid poll workers. So we just submitted the names of 101 people to work as paid poll workers to help run the elections in La Crosse County. I think that does as much as anything to help ensure that there isn't gonna be fraud in our elections. We also nominated special voting deputies and we nominated a Republican representative on the County Board of Canvassers. So it remains to be seen what's going to have to happen for us to find out about these 1,027 people who have never provided an ID. It may be that we're going to have to contact all of the clerks in La Crosse County and demand that they bring these people in to show an ID 
before they receive another absentee ballot. I think we need to be clear about the fact that there are two separate issues. Should homeless people have an ability to vote that's not illegal? Yes. Is it currently illegal to vote at the U.S. Post Office? Also, yes. Right. Right. You know, some of these are going to be difficult situations, but I think that uh, everybody wants to know that the people who have voted in our elections, that, that these votes are legitimate. And we have a voter ID law, for instance, for a reason in the state. Um, it's for that reason. We want to ensure that everybody who votes is an eligible voter. And one point I want to make here is that it doesn't take very many votes to change the outcome of local elections. So in the past decade, 42 races have been decided by less than 20 votes in La Crosse County. Over a dozen races have been decided by five or less votes. So ensuring the integrity of every vote that's cast, I think, is really important. But the truth is that the state law says that ballot harvesting is, a, is illegal in Wisconsin. And so what was done here, collecting all these ballots, is certainly very questionable. I heard reports about ballot harvesting uh, prior to the election. And, uh, you know, it seems now it's just an incredible number of votes to have a 6,000 vote increase just in the city of La Crosse. Um, obviously things were being done to uh, produce those votes and, uh, we may never know exactly what happened there, but what we do know is 1,027 people voted without providing an ID in our County. And we can't let that stand. You know, it occurs to me that this topic was the very first episode, the most listened to show all year long and still really important. So thanks, Bill, for catching us up on what's transpired since. And congratulations on a year of fact. Jen, I couldn't do it without you. You've been fantastic. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you for all you've done to help make our show possible. And thank you for listening to Fact Check. You can join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.